When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. Hello, 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 and welcome to another Scoutcast brought to you by Fantasy Football Scout. As always, you are joined by me, Andy, FPL Mode, and you should be able to hear me clearly now. We are also joined by the lovable Rich. How's it going, Rich? Yeah, good, good. A lot better than I was the other day, so thanks for... Rescue, rescuing deadline dilemmas to you, to you and Seb. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, we missed you on that one, bud. It was it was weird streaming with Praz, but um, yeah, we missed you. It would have been good to have you on there, bud. Yeah, it would have been nice. It would have yeah. been nice, but yeah, I was a bit under the weather. I feel like I've been ill a lot recently, ill or, ill or in Vegas, but yeah. I'm hundred percent now, unlike my FPL team. And you passed it on to Seb. Apparently so. Apparently so. Like yeah. I don't actually know what's what's wrong with Seb. No. I hope it's not the same thing, or we'll come back a little lighter. Yeah, I know, bless him. Yeah, we've all missed kind of a few weeks recently, haven't we? I had it a couple of weeks ago, then you last week, said this week. It's not going good, but um, hopefully next week we'll be uh, we'll be fighting on all cylinders, which would be good. Um, now, what a game week so far. It is still going at the moment. We've got Spurs and Chelsea on at the moment, and you can see that me and, uh, me and Rich might every now and again glance over at, uh, a screen to see the game. But... Yeah, it's not been a great game week so far. If you are kind of having an average game week, you are your score is between 20 and 30, I would say. Uh, and there are people that are lower than 20 as well. And even then, they're not getting as big a red arrow as you would normally would with that kind of a score. So it's been a horrific game week so far for some people. So we're going to have a little look. <laughs> we're going to have a little look at our points. We're going to have a look at... Uh, fixtures coming up. We're leaving it a little bit kind of open-ended today because there's quite a few topics we want to talk about. We don't have too many screens because Seb's not here and because the game week's still going on as well because it's been an awful game week. We're going to still have our overs or unders and then we're going to have a look at our bus teams before a bit of a Q&A at the end as well. Um, so <laughs> quite a few people saying as is on 12. Is he oh, actually? Dear, yeah. <laughs> oh. I think he's got triple spurs left. But yeah, I think he's on 12. And he's got a doggy as well, who's obviously playing. Which I was surprised at. I didn't know he was going to be playing. So um, yeah, he's on 12 by the sounds of things. Um, so before we get going, uh, just a quick reminder that if you sign up to Fantasy Football Scout membership, you get 20% off at the moment. Uh, there's fully interactive Opta-powered tools and tables. There's instant match day data, season points projections, which we use every week, uh, team transfer planner and drafts from the best fantasy managers even rich. So let's move on to <laughs> let's move on to our points. Here it is. This is what you've all been waiting for. Thirty nine points for me so far this week. That's right, up to the top five hundred k. I'll talk you through my team. So I've got Ariola with one, Simicast with one, Cash with zero, Mitchell with fifteen points. Oh. <laughs> I even texted you guys, didn't I, with the uh, update saying, is this real? Is this real? Is he actually You texted scored? just just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I wonder why my phone was going so crazy. <laughs> I thought the oh. games had ended. But it doesn't stop there. I had Bowen with seven, Gordon with seven, Saka with two, uh, Son's playing now, Salah with two, Watkins with two, and Haaland captain with two. Uh, obviously, Doku went absolutely crazy. Uh, but look, I had Archer on the bench with nine, Taylor with one, Burma with one, Turner with zero. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. 
it, it, when you get a defender that scores a goal and it's in a week like this where it is so low scoring, you would not believe 39 points was my best game week of the season. But there you go. I mean, what's to be said, Rich? Lucky as there's, anything there's, having Mitchell, There's a lot it? to be said. There's a lot yeah. to be said. I mean, I, I, was, I mentioned before we came on, but I've, I've seen some people mention like, They've you know done the Twitter thing. They've listed all the all these players like these are the highest scoring <laughs> players in the game week. Nobody owns these players. I'm like yeah, and Ugh. Andy does. Yeah, I know. Also, that that Gordon goal is very very controversial, and you you had to what? sweat for four well, minutes. I did. Was it four minutes? I did yeah. Oh. Yeah, my phone was on charge. Otherwise, I'd have been I'd have been messaging you straight away. But yeah, I mean to be honest, Mitchell, it was actually I was going to say it was a great pick, but it was a good good you picked a palace defender <laughs> yeah um you obviously got some stick for it big time and it couldn't have paid off more um yeah. but i have to say you've had that you had cole will because i was feeling sorry yeah. for you a few a week, few weeks ago you had cole will who on monday night got 12 points <laughs> yeah you had mitchell who got 15 and i got called lucky because i had, do you remember I, I spent six and a half million on robertson and one week he got 11 points <laughs> So there's no more, you know, I'm not feeling sorry for you anymore now. I'm happy for you, but I'm oh, not, not going to feel sorry saw, for you. <laughs> I saw someone tweet as well saying something like, um, if your team's done well this week, it's an awful team. <laughs> I was like, yes. Oh, Thank you. Yeah, I yeah, know. I mean, to be fair, I mean, he was 1.3% owned at my rank, Mitchell. So to have that, and I saw on um, on Live FPL that he was, um, oh, Kulosevsky goal. Uh, I saw on the um, on the thing that he was one point three percent owned. So of his fifteen points, I got fourteen point eight something of of him. I was I was lovely stuff. What can you do? It's lucky as I I, I can't say anything else. It's just how it goes sometimes, isn't it? But um, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, Rich, let's have a look at your points. I Talk have to know. I mean, I, I'm on I'm on twenty two points. Yeah, and. I mean, one question I've got for you is obviously my top scorer at the moment is Maguire. He got seven points. Yeah, obviously Seb. Seb has got um, Dallow, who I think he got booked quite late, so he went from he nine did. to five points. Mm-hmm. Sounded like Dolly Parton then. But I mean, <laughs> how did you fun. feel? I mean, were you cursing me and Seb that we had Man United defenders? We I, got clean sheets, and then you you were stuck with just Mitchell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was sat in a soft play because I didn't watch the United game so I was sat in a soft play not by myself with the kids obviously uh, and uh, and I was looking at the updates and obviously Maguire should have gone off with his head injury and I was thinking how's he stayed on and then at one point they were both sharing three bonus points so I was thinking oh god no oh god no and then obviously yeah he's turned out to be your highest scoring player <laughs> imagine someone told me at 40 seconds into the game week that my highest scoring player would be Harry Maguire while he's lying on the Lying on the ground, people are saying he's got a fractured cheekbone. And I ruined um, you when you picked him. Do you remember we were on with Praz, weren't we? And I was like, "You can't pick Maguire. Come on." No, it, I mean it saved me because well, it hasn't saved me. But I mean, I'm on 22 points. Maguire's the high scorer. Yeah. Um, but I look at the rest of the team. I mean, Ariola in goal with one. Maguire um, obviously got seven. Cash got none. Who I actually wanted to sell before this game week. I you think did. Yeah. it sounds. Yeah, I, I really did. Simakas with one, Salah two, um, which I mean, I'm. Oh, let's get on to Salah against Haaland later, or just yeah. avoid it altogether. Um, Son and Palmer are playing right now. Bumo got five, so that's three returns in three. Obviously, I've only got two of those returns. Yeah. Um, Saka with two, Watkins with two. Who was another I looked at selling for Darwin? Who was I going to sell for? Darwin or Wilson? I was yeah. I was looking at. Um, I mean, it would have been the same anyway. And then Haaland, captain with two. The thing I'm pleased is, is I started Maguire over Taylor because that was neck and neck. Yeah. And 
the worst one was I had to start Pedro or Palmer. I actually went on on Fantasy Football Scout. Neil does the predictions, mm-hmm. and that's as in team predictions. He had Lalana to start over Pedro. I mean, he didn't sound a hundred percent convinced, but I had to use something to decide me. So that's why I went for Palmer over Pedro. Yeah, fair enough. Pedro yeah. is so such at least I weird... got those right, or it would have been a lot less. Pedro is such a weird one, isn't he? Because like I keep saying, if you've got him, you play him. Because if he's going to play, at least, you know, you've got your player on penalties, and it's Brighton. But he he just he's not been a good asset to own, has he? Well, Pedro. Yeah. Not I mean, in the I, last couple of weeks anyway. I mean, I started him in over fifty percent of the game weeks so so far. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, obviously he's not been starting, and I'm not sure. I think Lalana coming back has obviously changed changed that, despite Welbeck being out. Yeah, but you look at Brighton recently; their results have been shocking in the, mm. in the league. Anyway, like absolutely shocking. You yeah. expect them to be blowing teams away, and they're not. So I do wonder. I mean, we've obviously got the we've got Europe on Thursday. Yeah, and then do they have to start? Try- I'm not saying they're not trying in the league, but do they have to start playing their best players? He said that Pedro and Fatty were, you know, in the best eleven on paper. Yeah, and neither neither of them are starting. So I'm holding out hope he's going to play, but I'm. Yeah, I mean, part of me, you said if you've got him, you have to start him. And I did kind of feel like that last week. Yeah. But then I felt that was a flaw in itself just because I've mm. got him. I yeah. don't think he's going to play, especially, I mean, I mean, that fixture for Brighton's not as good as the Sheffield United one coming up. Yeah, no, agreed. And obviously yeah. that's the big reason we're talking about Brighton quite a lot. And we will do in a bit as well when we bring up the fixtures because they have quite some nice fixtures coming up and two very nice ones. So we have to kind of have a look at them at least. But it's just Definitely. interesting with Pedro because they've, they've got those players and I think everybody's straight away just thinking Matoma, but it's whether you can get those other players in. Obviously, Adingra was a player that people spoke about, but since we've started getting on him, it's kind of you know blown a bit colder now. But it's it's quite an interesting one to talk about, but we're going to talk about that when we bring it up. Um, we do have Seb's points as well. Uh, Seb's points, so he had Johnson in goal with nine, Simicast with one, Dallow with six, Cash with zero, uh, and Boomer with five, Salah captain with four, Son and Madison, who are playing now, and then Saka, Darwin and Watkins all with two. I mean, at one point this weekend, when Haaland obviously went off at half time with one point and City had scored three goals at half time. Yeah. Was it four, three goals? Um, it's three, yeah. Everybody was just thinking, well, this is it, isn't it? Like Haaland goes off, Salah against Luton. This is this is going to be all the non-Haaland owners' dreams, especially with Triple City, uh, with Triple Liverpool. And then obviously Darwin blanked, Salah blanked, and Simicats didn't even play. Oh, nice. um, just It's just, it's one of those weeks, isn't it, where a lot of our teams are quite template in terms of there's a, a definite core group of players. And they're all playing away this week, apart from City. And they've just all struggled, haven't they? And obviously Liverpool away from home at Luton, you wouldn't have predicted that. And for Haaland and Alvarez to get no returns and a 6-1 win for City, it's just one of those freak weeks, isn't it? I mean, I remember it happened in last season. I, I think you sold Haaland as well around around Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And Harland, um, City played Brentford in the lunchtime kickoff and Haaland actually blanked. Um, I didn't even own him then. I think I captained Salah. I think I had Tony in that, didn't I? You captained Tony. No, you you hadn't captained your own Tony. That was it. But I just remember waiting for that Liverpool game thinking, this is it. I'm finally going to get one up on the the Haaland captainers. Obviously, this is the complete reverse of that. Yeah. And then I think Darwin scored a brace against Southampton and Salah obviously obviously blanked. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it is tough to take because I think Haaland owners, 
uh, are annoyed because obviously he's gone off injured in you know a massive win. Um, but then obviously you're going to have the Salah owners who missed, you know, and it is a huge, huge opportunity. So I don't, I don't think anyone's going to be happy because no. for Haaland to blank in that game and then you've got your captain against Luton, I think that's just as hard to take. So I think everyone's in the same boat there, unless they captained, I don't know, Maguire or Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, this was the weaker thing, especially with Haaland playing before Salah, where Haaland, no, no, the people that sold Haaland thought, here we go. This is this is this is going to be massive now. And obviously, I mean, I say that you know we've mentioned it said quite a few times where he's made his points up since selling Haaland anyway. So it's not like this was going to be the be all and end all. And lots of people own Salah now, but it did seem like this was the opportunity where people were waiting for. And obviously, the one he's got the points against was United, which people thought was the tricky fixture out of their next three. So it's weird how it happens, isn't it? But we'll we'll talk about um we'll talk about Haaland a little bit as well because we're going to look we at will because money's becoming every week it seems like and I'm sure we we'll get onto this but every week there's more and more cheap players yeah, arriving as in more and more and I think the argument to go without Haaland like if you're wild carding now is almost non-existent because of because of that. All right then. So you you've just brought that up and I've brought up the fixtures already, <laughs> right? Okay. And I messaged you, didn't I? Was it 2 days ago? Um oh, that was a goal. Uh, I messaged you, didn't I, 2 days ago saying, "What do you think about ditching Haaland?" Because he's got Chelsea away, Liverpool at home, Spurs at home, and then Villa away. Then he's got two nice fixtures in game week 16, and I think most people that don't have Haaland are looking to get him in for 16 anyway. But that four-week run where you've got players like Darwin, who have got some very nice fixtures for those four weeks, that must be tempting. I mean, keeping your route to get Haaland back for game week 16, do you think it's silly now because the people that didn't get Haaland have kind of already got a march on it? Or do you think, actually, there is merit in doing this? With Like you said, trying to get those funds are really tricky and you could jump on a player like Darwin for a couple of weeks and kind of reap benefits. What do you think? So yeah, I, th- I think when you messaged me, I thought it was because Haaland might be it might be injured. Yeah. Um. And obviously, it looks like well, Haaland, all accounts say he uh, he has trained today. Mm-hmm. So I just think if you haven't got wild card left, which I guess you haven't unless you're going to wild card in you know game week eight, well game week nineteen, 19 yeah. not game week eighteen. Um. Yeah, I just don't see a reason to do it because I think there's going to be so much planning for that blank and it then potential be. double. So to come off of Haaland you'll then want to redistribute the funds. Otherwise, there's no point doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll have to redistribute the funds again to get him back. So yeah, yeah. I think if you want Darwin that that desperately, you could look at the Watkins to Darwin move. Mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess the only problem is that you've got Villa at home now. So yeah. Villa actually, if you just look at home games, Villa are actually top of the league. If you look at away games, they're yeah, you know, not... horrific. So and I you... don't really see the benefit in, I think it's just too many transfers yeah and you look when if you kept Watkins for this week which is Fulham at home obviously Liverpool have Brentford at home but then if you sold Watkins for Spurs away which is which is fine Liverpool have Man City away so I don't Wait, think you're going to yep. get in Darwin in that week are you no no I think if you want to go for Darwin I think Watkins is is the route to Darwin yeah I don't think I don't know I, I like Watkins I like Darwin I'm really sitting on the fence here yeah. You know, I, I like Wilson as well. I like I like mm. all of them. It just is it worth the transfer? And I think that's why I didn't do Watkins to Darwin last week. Was just I just decided is it actually you know a massive upgrade? Yeah. Probably not. The only thing it does is I guess it frees up a bit of funds. So I'd much rather sell Watkins than Harland. Yeah. Which I mean it sounds it sounds pretty obvious really. 
Well, I mean, if we if we look at the fixtures then for the next for the next yep. four or five weeks, the two teams that really really stick out for me are Arsenal and Brighton. And I've looked, so I rolled last week because I wanted in my head to have as much manoeuvrability as possible to try and get an Arsenal or Brighton player. Trying to get an Arsenal and Brighton player, it sounds a hell of a lot easier than it is, but actually, who on earth do you get? Because Arsenal, I think defensively they're not too bad, but which defender would you go for? I'm assuming it's Saliba. Saliba than Gabriel, yeah. Attacking-wise... They're not impressing me with their XG so far this season. They're not impressing me with what they're creating, the goals they're scoring. Obviously, we've got Saka, and he's not massively been impressed with me, but at least he's on penalties. The fixtures are definitely nice moving forward. In catches, obviously, emerged, but do you break the bank to try and get him in as your third striker if you've already got Haaland and Watkins? I'm asking you quite a few questions there, but what, what's your take on Arsenal in terms of which assets would you be trying to get in and how much would you be trying to get them in this week? Yeah, I mean, this is this is something I've been thinking about. Mm. And funnily enough, I'm like 0.1 or 0.2 short of the, the third one that I'd want. So exactly. I've got Gabriel, yeah. and I, I'd like to get Saliba. But if mm. I sell cash, I can't get to can't get to Saliba. So he'd be my priority. Yeah. I, and obviously, because of that, I can't afford Ben White. I mean, I could afford Zinchenko, but that feels like a huge, huge risk. We've seen him subbed at half-time. We've yeah. seen him not starting. Mm-hmm. It just feels like there's more nail players in other teams. So I think Gabriel and Saliba are fine if you can afford them. Mm-hmm. Enketia, that's one where, I mean, who's, I'm trying to think who would go there. I think some Yao Pedro owners might mm-hmm. consider it. I'm personally, I'm not. I just think there's enough upside with Pedro this week against Sheffield United on penalties. Sorry to keep talking about Pedro. No, um, no, it's fine. But, so I do prefer him to Enketia. At the moment, obviously, if I was picking from scratch, maybe I'd go, maybe I'd go in Ketia. It's so tough not to have that upside with Ketia. Like he's got Burnley, Brentford, Wolves, and Luton in the next four. Even if he only plays two or three of those, surely the upside's there to go with him. I mean, the thing I'm finding really tough is if I do go in Ketia, who do I bench out of my eight that I've got? And obviously, I'm not going to want to be benching any of my midfielders, and I'm not going to be wanting to bench Watkins or Harland, especially next week. it's really tough to try and get him in. And this is what I'm finding. And then I'm thinking, actually, is it better to just go for a defender? I think that's one difference between, like, you look at, like, say, the, again, team like mine, the Pedro wildcard is in in game week 10. And then you look at people who wildcard in game week eight, who've probably got Archer. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people who wildcard in 10 have Archer as well. I think those teams are set up with five good midfielders who all had, you know, good fixtures. Whereas I think people who went for someone like Pedro or like Praz, who went for Nketia, they've got Palmer. Yeah, and that's quite a nice rotation. As in, I think you can bench because Chelsea have got a few tough fixtures coming up. So I think he's an easier bench. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to be bringing in Enketia, you know, say you upgrade from Archer to Enketia, then you're benching a good midfielder. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's just a waste of a transfer, and you're sucking money out of your team. Yeah, that's the big you're... thing. Is, is yeah. trying to get that money to go to that third striker is really and what, tough. And obviously, we talked briefly on like game week 18 for example but do, what players do you have in your mind that you 100% want that player in your team before 18 because I think that list is getting longer and longer well, like, for a lot of people I mean the the Villa and Spurs players have to be top really because they've got Everton at home and Sheffield United at home respectively so I feel like they have to kind of be in there and I'm assuming a lot of people who have Chelsea players because their fixtures are so nice after 16 as well so I would have said those players are a Villa and Spurs in particular because they're probably the top captaincy candidates. So you've got to have like your son, probably Watkins back or something like that. But yeah. I think I think you've probably got to have those. But then I suppose 
like you said, Arsenal have got they got Liverpool away in that week. I probably I probably worded it badly there as well because I meant I meant more like say in Bumo for example. All oh, right, okay. Like you're gonna probably a lot of people are talking about getting in Bumo just yeah. as an example. There's people talking about getting like a Chelsea player, whether it's Palmer, whether mm. it's Colwell, Rhys James, whoever, Sterling maybe. Yeah. So I mean, do you have like a list like you're going to go for Mbumo in this week? You're going to or not? Do you not have this long list? <laughs> well, I, my my long list is, but it's just been rotating the midfielders. So it's it's been like, do yeah. I? Because obviously Mbumo, I do want, but I, I don't actually fancy him that much until 14, where he's got Luton at home. So it's it's looking at kind of jumping on a midfielder for three for two weeks and then getting to Mbumo in in 14. Although I do own Bowen, so you know, moving a Bowen for it to Mbumo might make sense in in 14. But it's obviously, like you said, if I've got Mbumo, then all of a sudden I've got a player that's going to blank in the 18 again and I'm starting to get less players for 18. But yeah. um, it's interesting. It, 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 I'm finding it a lot tougher than I thought it was using these transfers. But then we've also got defenders that are dropping as well. Like Burn and Cash both look injured. Now, I don't know whether there's been an update on Cash this week. Cash, someone on Twitter, and I can't remember who, found there was a Polish journalist oh, who... Sterling Gold, by the way. No, he's not. Yeah, yeah. I should have never wildcarded. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, genuinely sterling goal, yeah. I'm very happy for him. I've, I've completely lost my train of thought. That's so ruined, cash. That's ruined my night. I'm just going to go. No, yeah. So cash apparently is um, okay. Right. As in, I don't know if that means okay as in his arm's still attached <laughs> or, or okay as in he's completely fine. So it's, it's one to monitor, but yeah. Just, and then... Sorry, Carol, I was looking who got the assist. I was just looking for the... Uh... I think it might have been Colwell. I, I I want to put the game on, but I also don't want to be distracted. No, I don't. Carry on, carry on. I'm bad. I'm, I'm doing the wrong thing here. That's right. Um, yeah, so Arsenal, we've gone for Arsenal, and then I guess it's Brighton, Brighton Assets as well. Yeah. I mean, you can't pick a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Also, just on the Arsenal, for example, I don't think people are looking at goalkeepers, but obviously Raya can't play against Brentford, which off the top of my head is game week 13. Yeah. So now with Turner being dropped, mm. I don't know what combo Seb's got actually. I don't know if he's Johnst- got Raya in turn. Johnston and Raya, I think. Yeah. Okay, he's done well there. Yeah. Obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. Brighton, you can't pick the goalkeepers. Defenders, I think, because the Stupinan's not back. Apparently, Lamptey, because obviously he's cheap at least. Yeah. yeah. Lamptey's a doubt for Europe. Mm-hmm. So I think the only option really there is Dunk. Now I've been looking at him, but he's five million. Yeah, but then I think it's Wrangler on Twitter. He sent me to one of his visualizations, and like Dunk had the most shots from set pieces, and like across the whole season, um, he's right up there, just ahead of. I think it was ahead of Carlton Morris. So he's a good option. It's just a shame he's five million when all the defenders are you know so cheap at the moment. I think I'd still quite like a Crystal Palace defender if you didn't have one already as well, because well, over got... a Brighton one. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I, I fancy like Palace for, for clean sheets whenever I see them play, whereas I really don't fancy uh, Brighton for clean sheets whenever I see the, them play. The thing with a Brighton defender is, say you went for one this week, you get Sheffield United at home, which is, I know Brighton haven't kept a clean sheet all season, but that's as close to a banker as you're going to get. Yeah. Then they have they do have good fixtures. Then in game week 18, they, funny enough, they play Crystal Palace, Yeah. which seems like a better defence. I know that's obviously... A vicious local derby, yeah. But it seems like a better clean sheet chance for Brighton, even though they're away. Yeah, maybe. Because I mean, you wouldn't fancy Palace keeping a clean sheet against Brighton, for example. No, true. 
Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, defenders, we've we've said this all year. Our goal was disallowed, by the way. Uh, we've been saying this all year that trying to get defenders that are worth anything is really, really tough. I think Arsenal defenders are probably quite nice to hold now for quite a while, aren't they? Because even through game week 16 to 18, you can play them in the blank. I know they've got tricky fixtures, but then from game week 19 onwards, they've got nice fixtures again. So I think an Arsenal defender to own now looks looks like a good idea. Um it's the price. It's the price and the the rotation and four point eight. Gabriel must be yeah. He's four point eight. Saliba's five point three. I want to yeah, say that's, that's quite a lot. Which is it? which is expensive because like I said, I can't get from cash to Saliba, yeah. and that's I mean, funny enough, that's the same price as Reese James, for example. Mm-hmm. And I know we're not going to go Reese James now. Yeah. But I mean, there's much bigger upside in someone like James than yeah, than Saliba. Um, so I kind of actually do regret not going down the Raya route. I think there was a lot of risk because obviously because of game week 13 um, I think it's Brentford but I mean you, you've got a really cheap way into the defence there obviously yeah. there's the small chance of Ramsdale coming back as well which I think was a problem in, in 10 anyway so I do like the Arsenal I like the idea of an Arsenal defender but when you actually look at it I mean imagine you went Gabriel imagine some you like me and you've got Gabriel and you can only afford Zinchenko yeah that seems like a painful way to do it, doesn't it? Having yeah, Gabriel, Zinchenko and Simakas. Yeah. I, I see. I also don't like the idea of you losing cash. I, like, I, I've looked at it so much and I'm just like, I, I just don't think that's something that I would want to do. Like, especially where obviously he's got the, the upside. He plays, he plays like a winger, but the, yeah, but the fixtures aren't that bad. Like he's in, he's got Bournemouth in 14. Yes. In 15 and 16, it's not nice. But he's got a nice fixture in 17. He plays against... He's got the best fixture in, in the whole week in Game Week 18, which is the blank. And then after 19, he's got lovely fixtures for quite a while then as well. So I, I think I'd be holding him. I, d- I don't see him as an immediate sell. If we look at though that... Let's say it's fact that they're way better at home than they are away. And yeah, it's yeah. like a really small sample. So yeah, this week against Fulham, you know, that's that's obviously a good fixture. The next good home fixture is literally in the blank, the one you yeah. mentioned in Sheffield United, which is ages away. Mm. Like it really is a long, long time away. Um, there's been little risks over his minutes here and there. Anyway, I know he went off injured yesterday, or he had that shoulder knock, but it's not like it hasn't happened before. I mean, he was very lucky the week before that he got subbed off early, yeah. um, which you know protected his Just clean sheet. It doesn't look like he's going to play right. Yeah, he was playing like right wing, wasn't he, Early, earlier in the season? Um, that doesn't seem to be happening. And yeah, I, I'm just quite low on him. I think the fixtures are bad enough. I mean, you say they're not that bad. They got City and Arsenal back to back in like, 15 yeah, do, and yeah. 16. Do, yeah. Yeah. I think Bournemouth away and Brentford away aren't great. You know that that bookend the City yeah. and Arsenal fixture. I mean, yeah, game week 18 is good, but you could lose quite a lot of points really if you just hold. I mean, he's my most expensive defender as well. Yeah. I don't think he deserves to be my most expensive defender. Yeah, that's fair enough. I don't hate the Brighton move. It's just a shame a stupid hand's obviously injured because I think he'd be starting to creep into a lot more teams again, wouldn't he? Because those I think, you know, yeah. three lovely home fixtures in the, ne- in the next five weeks is obviously something that needs to be looked at. But yeah, so I don't, I don't hate it. Um, be more just, than creep into people's teams. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the other thing I suppose I need to discuss is is Newcastle because... Newcastle looks like Burns out for two to three months and it sounds like a back issue, which doesn't sound like it's something that's going to, you know, be good moving forward. I think Caicedo's just scored, by the way. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, screamer. Um, <laughs> uh, genuinely as well, I'm not making that up. Oh. Um, but Newcastle, we've obviously got... Oh, it's offside. Um, we've obviously got... Um, Wait, what? How's a screamer offside? 
Uh, oh, it's I not outside it, the box. I think it might have got deflection. Oh, okay. Um, but we're obviously looking at, uh, what's his name, Livermento, that could play right back and Trippier play left back. We could be looking at Lewis Hall that could be playing left back as well. Uh, we got Lascelles that's there too. Do you see some value there? I know obviously the fixtures aren't there for Newcastle. So if you look at Newcastle's fixtures, they got Bournemouth away this week, then Chelsea at home, Man United at home, Everton away. But then they do have a nice run from 17 onwards. So would you just invest in Newcastle who their underlying stats definitely look good defensively, but their fixtures aren't quite there? I'd love to have a, I would love to have a nailed... Newcastle defender. Mm. I just couldn't afford one when I wild carded. And yes, but I think the problem is when you look at a lot of defenses now. Like a lot of people have got Gabriel. Mm-hmm. I know. I know you don't. Maybe this is more game week ten wild carders yeah. or people who wanted a cheap Arsenal defender who was mm-hmm. nailed. They've got like Gabriel. Then they've got Simakas. It's just like yeah. What then you chuck like a Liveramento in there as well? Yeah, it seems very and you've risky. Got three rotation prone players. I mean Charlie Taylor. I know he scored last week, but there's talk. You know that. In January, maybe Burnley would look look at someone to replace Charlie Taylor. I don't know, mm. you know how true how true that is, but it just feels very. And also players like Maguire, you know, we're fitting a lot of these cheap players in yeah. who are rotation prone. But if if all of your players are that, it's really really risky. You could have a week, couldn't you? That's like you've just had like this, this week. Or like you could have a like week this to... week, yeah. yeah exactly. But you could have this week where not everyone's got the same defence because I yeah. think we're going to see a lot more, you know, people moving moving away from stuff. So I think that's the reason I don't really like Livermento or or Hall. I think I want to see it play out. I'm going to make you stick your neck out then and say, who's your favourite Newcastle defensive asset if you had to go for one now? If you wanted to move off Burn and go for one because you like their underlying stats defensively, who would you be going for? I mean, I like Trippier. Um, to be honest, I'd, the wing-backs are going to be popular. Like There's yeah. going to be a lot of discussion over it. I think I'd rather, and we need Muse on Botman, go for Lascelles. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot more boring cheaper it's cheaper but you would assume he's going to be nailed i mean it mm. sounds like he's almost he's playing really well yeah so and he is a newcastle legend as well so you can imagine if he keeps playing you know well enough he's, he's going to keep playing so until obviously botman's back so i'd go for lascelles if if i wanted to go there i mean the fixtures do get good yeah and i mean i haven't ruled out going back for trippier i haven't mm. ruled it out at all God, i just couldn't afford that i don't think um it would need something big to happen it would I... need something big to happen but I think I, it's really tough. Straight away, I was like, oh, I'm going to get Livramento then. Because I fa- I thought he looked really good against Arsenal. And I thought he did really well against Martinelli. And I thought it was really good to see that he did well against uh, one of the best wingers in the league. Um, but it was very interesting, obviously, watching him go right back and Trippier go left back. But Trippier's played left back for England a few times as well, hasn't he? He played there a few times when we had Walker right back, wasn't it? And he, he does yep. fine there. But obviously, it really hurts him going forward. Um, but I... I, I I would stick my neck out and say I think Liveramento is going to be playing the majority of games moving forward. To be honest, it sounds like that is going to be the case, but yeah. it's, I think it's just the fact we've been gifted Simakas, who we, you know we've just come off a bench with, with him. We're yeah. only a week removed from like Gabriel. There's other defenders as well. Um, I mean, Cash has gone, you know, gone off injured. It just just makes me think. I want at least one or two defenders I know are going to play every week. Yeah, there is fair. going to be a danger of, yeah, oh, here's another 4.2 gift. Here's this player, he's 4 million. And they could all be good assets, you know, in, individually. Yeah. But just, yeah, imagine that week where, you know, three or four of them get benched or the, you know, the backup or the player they're replacing, you know, comes back from injury, unsurprisingly. Yeah. And you've got all these defenders that are like 4.2 million, 4.1 million. All I mean, of a sudden, what are you've you, got what so many you... fires to put out. Yeah, I mean, you can't fix that in, in one week. Even if you've got two free transfers, you could be at the 
yeah, I just think it could be like, it could work out really well. I remember a few seasons ago, there was a guy who was top of FPL and he had all the 3.9 and 4 million defenders. I know Kelly was one, Lundstrom <laughs> was one, and he was top by quite a long way. Yeah. But it, eventually it all fell apart. Yeah. Um, I don't know where, I don't actually know where he finished, and, but I think that was partly it. If you haven't got a wild card, that's you it. Could yeah. Really get stuck. Yeah, because moving them out, like we're finding that already with someone like Burn, who I think was four point three <laughs> when I got him in. Like it's impossible to to replace. It feels impossible to replace him. Four point three when you got him. I think that's what he was. Yeah, four point three, four point four. He was four point seven when I was looking on wildcard. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, he went up considerably when wow. I wow because I got him in an eight and I got him in on the Saturday and I think he kept on going up since then. Um, it's like Bitcoin could, could be a Palmer uh, pen, by the way. Um, if Sterling nicks it off oh. Palmer. And a red card for Romero. Um, is it actually? Yeah, it actually is, yeah. Red card for Romero, Palmer Pem. I should put this on if you Yeah. <laughs> but I like I like your commentary. No, I know. This is like Chat Mondays, mate. Right, uh, let's have a look then. We've got some over-unders now. Now, I showed it on Twitter. I'm not I haven't put it on the stream, but I did have an over-under that was um purely uh Tyreek Mitchell, but I thought we'd better not go for that. That was uh, that was <laughs> I wish you hadn't feral. I wish you hadn't tweeted that and just put it on the screen. It would have been good. Although I don't think I think it would have been better with Sevier as well. I was gonna say if it's just me, yeah. It'd be <laughs> onus on me to laugh a lot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um right, so over unders. So obviously it's just gonna be Rich, but he's gonna talk to us about um what he thinks for these players moving forward. First up is Doku. Obviously he had a um incredible uh game week this week 22 points four assists and a goal uh he's got chelsea away liverpool at home and spurs at home up next i've put him as 9.5 because and i'm going to explain why and that's because he's got three really tough fixtures up next and pep seems to play Grealish in those fixtures and i'm worried that doku won't even play so i've put him as 9.5 what do you think over or under so this is hard because I've read a lot of stuff, you know, from the city predictors, and I, I know you're going to be watching. Is, is it still at VAR? Is it what? No, 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 no. It's all done. It's definitely a Palmer pen, and, and Romero's okay. off. Yeah. And Palmer's taking it, not Sterling. Palmer's taking it. Yeah. I'm going to have to turn this on in a second. <laughs> oh, I hope he misses so, it. And this is what. Oh, all right. I'm just going to talk about Doku and try and not look at your eyes. <laughs> this, on, this is very, very operative. I can't go just be on, silent, can on. I? This is go this on. is going out as a podcast as well. Anyway, yeah, um, Doki. Um, there's a lot of people saying that. Oh. No, he's not. He, he, the keeper got a hand to it, hit the post, and went in. Carry on. Don't do that to me. Well, I thought he missed. I thought he got saved. I was going to turn anyway, it on, but I didn't want to jinx it. This is such a good right. podcast. So, so Palmer scored. Oh, okay, yeah, he has. Yeah. So Doku. I'm nearly on 30 points, Andy. Um, sorry, that was really unprofessional to pause for that long. Yeah. Um, so, Doku, there's been a lot of arguments that he's basically going to play in the easier games and not in the harder games when they want control, you know, for someone like Grealish. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But, I mean, I think nine and a half is low enough with two home games and an away game to think that Doku's going to go above nine and a half. So, I think that's going to... Uh, I'm going to go with an over there. Yeah, okay. But I don't enough. know how to judge his minutes. Like, I'm sure there's going to be persuasive arguments either way. Um, also, I mean, I guess one thing with that, is he actually then going to be, what do you think about this? Is he actually going to be, you know, he's just come off this game where, to be honest, his expected goal involvement was quite similar to Haaland yeah. in, in double the minutes. But, I mean, 
he's not going to be rewarded with three straight Premier League benchings, is he? No, I wouldn't have thought so. But... I, I, I think I think he'll play some of the games, obviously, and he'll get the minutes. Um, shout out, by the way, to Adam from Above Average, who um, who sold Doku for a Just minus leave him eight. leave alone. <laughs> for a minus eight. And obviously, he sold Doku, bless him. You know, I, um, I, went to D, I went to DM him to... Yeah say sorry about what happened and i for some reason in january i just sent him a photo of a kebab <laughs> and he'd never replied and that's the only time we'd spoken in dms <laughs> amazing yeah um lies up next no not shobish like sorry darwin is that's up darwin next. yeah yeah sorry uh 13.5 i've given him he's got brentford at home man city away fulham at home how he didn't get a brace at the weekend i have no idea but 13.5 for him what do you think over yeah over there's fulham at home there Two home games, City away, you never know. Yeah, yeah surely, surely he's going to go over. And Seb yeah. won't talk to me again if I say under. No, very true. I wonder what Seb would say for these. Um, I, I know what he's going to say <laughs> for the next one. Uh, Tyrick Mitchell, I've got his 13.5. He's got Everton at home, Luton away, West Ham away. What do you think? I mean, 13.5. I could have doubled that, couldn't I? He got that last week, 13.5. All right, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm going <laughs> under. I'm going <gasps> under. How dare you? I can't believe he's gone over in one game. I'm, I'm going. I'm going twenty point five for him at least, and that's just. You know what? Everton. I haven't looked at his stats. To be honest, I looked. I did look at the Palace defenders as a whole. Yeah. Like, and none of them were impressive. <laughs> as, in, as in, that's why I've, I think that's why it's so quite funny because obviously a lot yeah. of people have gone for Anderson because he's been getting the returns, but really, it's it's kind of like you know when I picked Pinnock and there wasn't really a reason why I picked Pinnock. It was just yeah, yeah. like. I'll just go for Pinnock. Like, be <laughs> honest, was that why you went for Mitchell? <laughs> no. Or was there something you'd seen? No, I no. He was he was a wing back for <laughs> for Palace yeah. in a team that had nice fixtures and they were playing well defensively. And I just thought I'd go Mitchell. I know a lot of people slammed me when I first did it because of Gahey. The thing is, it doesn't mean it's a good decision just because he scored a ninety fourth minute goal. Obviously, it's nice that it happened, and obviously he's low owned, but it's just it's just luck, isn't it? Um, but I, I mean, wanted a Palace defender. So what what actually makes it funnier is he was injured, wasn't it? As in, he was flagged. He was, yeah, yeah. I didn't have him playing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he was fit. Um, so I I posted my team saying, "Oh, Taylor's playing." And uh, well, imagine you benched him. Yeah, I know. And then um, and quite a few people DM me and commented saying, "No, he's fit now. He's fit." I was like, "Oh, brilliant! I'll put him in." <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, really interesting one next is uh, Kudus. So he's scored, did well at the weekend. Fourteen point five, I predicted him at the moment. He's got Forest at home, Burnley away, Palace at home. Very nice fixtures. Looks like he could be starting a little bit more now. Antonio's been awful. He could even be playing up front. What do you think? 14.5. I mean, he's not going to score against Mitchell, is he? So that that's, that's immediately true. a that's, that's immediately true. a two-pointer. Yeah. Um so can he get 12 and a half in the other two games? I'm I'm gonna I'm assuming he's now gonna start every game, but will it be every game or will it be more games? Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go under on that one. I think that's yeah, nice. Okay. I could be proven I, with that one. I could be proven very wrong because I, I, from memory, he should have scored instead of Bowen as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I like him as a pick. I think he could be very interesting. I, uh, I like him. I just nice fixtures as well. I, I just think it's wanting to see. Well, it's ironic considering the player who's coming up next. Yeah, but exactly. I'd like to see a consistent run of a player playing. So Pedro's up next. Yep. I've got him as nine point five. He's got Sheffield United at home. I mean, that fixture alone is absolutely beautiful. Forest away, Chelsea away, 9.5. I mean, that should easily be over, shouldn't it? 
it could be over th- this week yeah. if he starts. So I mean, I'm I'm very biased here. I'm I'm going to go over. I mean, the funny thing was he was consistently over a very short period of time. He started in a couple of league games. He started mm. in Europe and scored, and then he's not started since. Yeah. So he's he's bound to start at least two of those. So yeah, I think that's an easy over for me. Yeah. And last one, Saliba. I've got him as 12.5. He's got Burnley at home, Brentford away, Wolves at home. 12.5. Obviously, that's thinking maybe two clean sheets there. What do you think? Yeah, I can see two clean sheets there as well. Mm. But then it's like, say there's a 50% chance of a clean sheet against Burnley and Wolves. Lower against Brentford because that's away as well. I'm I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under, even though I feel like I should go over. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, well, yeah, I'm. Go, I'm going to go under. Okay. I. Th- I. I'm. I would go slightly over there. I think, but I. I do like. I, I think Saliba's a, a good pick. So you think they're forward, what? Because they definitely get. Yeah. The two cleans. I mean, I guess there's obviously both really points. Get the two, yeah, and it, I yeah. think he's going to get the six for for um playing all three, and then it's just whether he gets the extra eight for for those two clean sheets. But I, I think I think he's he's good for the two clean sheets there. Um. Right. Moving on to our bus teams then. So this is how I'm looking for the week. So I've got two free transfers. So I've got Ariola in goal, Simicus, uh, Mitchell, hero, uh, Cash, then Bowen, Saka, Gordon, Son and Salah with Watkins and Haaland up top. Uh, captaincy, I haven't decided yet, if I'm perfectly honest. I don't think I'm going to be captain in Haaland. So it's whether it's Salah or Watkins, or it could even be Saka, but I don't think Saka is where I'll be going I think I'll probably end up with it just being on Salah, but Watkins is tempting considering he's at home. Um, so it's between those two, probably. It's probably between Salah and Watkins for me. But I've got two free transfers, so it's really tough. I've got Cash, Burn, and Haaland all flagged, but I'm expecting Haaland not to be flagged by the time we kick off. Burn, I could take out because he's out for two or two to three months. I don't see the point in keeping him, and I could move his, easily move him to someone like Lascelles or Livermento if I wanted to go for someone like that. Cash, I think I'll keep. I think that's fine. So it's what I do with the money, really. I, two free transfers. I thought I was going to be using both this week and getting an Arsenal or Brighton player in. I looked at getting in Ketcher. It's really tough to do that. Matoma, I don't want to sell any of my midfielders this week. And I'd, obviously, I can't go from Gordon straight to Matoma anyway. And I don't want to be losing Bowen for this run. I'm a little bit stuck. I mean, you're looking at it. What would you do? Would you use both three transfers? Would you just do what I'm doing and just get burn? What what you know, get rid of burn? What would you do? The funny thing is, and it's ironic because of his name, but you you might have been considering burning a transfer if yeah, it yeah. was if it wasn't for the injury there. I I think yeah, I'll do burn to someone. Yeah. And then if they're better this week than cash, you play them over cash. Otherwise, you just bring someone in like, for the for the long term. But yeah, I think bringing in cheap. So I can actually, I can see looking at your team why you'd consider going for like a cheap Newcastle defender. Yeah. I mean, I guess it also depends on on future weeks. So you're going to have, then have two three transfers going into the next game week, hopefully. Yeah. As long as Harland and Cash are okay. I think I so, think that's the play to go in yeah. with two three transfers into the next week as well. I guess it depends how much money. How much money do you have in the bank again? Was it none? don't think there's any if 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 i do it's like point one or something yeah because um, i mean i guess it depends if you need if you need the money like yeah. if there's some plan you could do next week because i know you might be looking at a boomer in a few weeks maybe you yeah. could be burned to like the cells well i i could get rid of like a gordon or a bowen after this week 
Um, burn I can sell for 4.6, so I've got 4.7 to spend. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd probably go for a Newcastle. Def- you can't really get... Well, I mean, you can't afford Dunk, for example. Or, or Arsenal, I suppose, isn't it? How much is... Oh, no, because Gabriel... can't get an Arsenal. Now. You yeah. probably can't afford Gabriel. Because yeah. I think that would have been another obvious one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then you get into the situation, which is kind of similar to mine, where, I mean, I can do a lot more with two free transfers. As in, you know, if I bring, you know, someone else out as well. Like, if you did Cash and Burn... Mm-hmm. Cash and Burn. That's That would be cash a good team, burn. name, wouldn't it? Burn cash and cash. Burn. Yeah, but if you yeah if you did like burn to Lascelles or something, then you could get cash up to someone decent. Like, mm-hmm. well, you could go up to Saliba. You wouldn't even know to go that far down with down with burn. But then you've only got one transfer next week, and then obviously we talk about like a boomer and all that in future weeks. So yeah. it's tough, but at least but I think burn being injured is definitely not a bad thing for you. Yeah, because I, I think... don't see what you'd have done otherwise. You couldn't I... have got to Inketia easily, and you wouldn't be able to bench anyone. I think I move him down and free up funds. I think that's what I do. Yeah. Um, by the way, Van der Veen's just um, pulled up. He's going off injured. Uh, Spurs are falling apart here. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that's where I am at the moment. I think use one transfer, get rid of Burn, bring in a player that I, wa- I want long term. Uh, but I will just double check that I'm happy with the rotations of who I'm playing each week as well. Because I do know that Newcastle's fixtures aren't next, uh, aren't that nice after this week. So it's it's how I do it. But... Yeah, we'll see what happens. Sorry, I've um, just clocked what you said. So Van der Ven's gone off and Romero was sent off. Yeah. Oh, wow. They're bringing Emerson, Royale oh. and Hoiberg on. We, and we get to watch the second half. Yeah, lovely stuff. Uh, Palmer could feast here, mate. Yeah, he, looks, he looks done, Van der Ven. Um, right, let's have a look at your team. What are you looking at at the moment, <clears> mate? I have to wait for my screen to load. But to be honest, I can, I can remember most of it. Um, I mean... I'm struggling to use a transfer here if, like, Cash and Haaland are fine. Have you got two? I've got two, yeah. This is the first time. I think it might be the first time. It's definitely the first time this season. It might be the first time wow. this year yeah. I've had two free transfers. <laughs> and I've used all my – over half my transfers I've used on defenders because I had so many injuries. And to be honest, it's probably going to be a defender transfer again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm most likely going to start Pedro, but obviously I need to decide after the – after the um, midweek, after the European game, mm-hmm. um, because I could just play cash over over oh, Pedro. If, by the way, if Pe- Pedro's fine. Madison's going off injured as well. No, he's not. Bloody hell! <laughs> Genuinely, I, I do. You know, I do actually feel for I mean, Baker and Adam this week in particular. This, this is this is the game week from absolute hell, isn't it? I mean, Palmer owners are going to be happy, but if you you own Madison, Romero, a doggy, Porro. Yeah, that's mad. Um, yeah, I almost, I'm actually almost speechless because obviously I'm not, I'm not watching it, watching it either. But and I don't, I only own Palmer in this. Oh, I'm, oh, and so on. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So Pedro, so Pedro, yeah. I'm probably going to start him, but and I need to do a transfer. So while Cash, if he's fit against Fulham, that's a good fixture. But mm. then ongoing, it's a bit crap. As in the fixtures, I do think they are bad. Yes, there are good ones sprinkled in, but you can do that with a lot of players. You can. You can hold a player because they've got one good fixture in, you know, three weeks' time. Yeah. And, I mean, I've, I've done it many, many times. And, I mean, sometimes it does pay off. You get stuff like, I mean, Trippier this week, for example, putting up nine points against Arsenal. Yeah. Um, you know, those things can happen. But So I need to make a move that may weaken my team slightly for this week. But long term, it's going to be better. So, I mean, cash, I'm 0.1 short of getting Saliba, for example. Yeah. I don't think Zinchenko is worth the risk at all. No, because okay. I've already got risks in my team, like as we talked about quite a lot tonight. So then it's like Dunk. He's obviously got that 
I mean, it feels as close to a banker as it possible, that Sheffield United at home fixture. I know there's no such thing as a banker, but as close to it as possible. You look every time Sheffield United score, it's always like a screamer. Yeah, yeah. Um, like or pe- or penalty. Um, like look at Archer against Everton, for example. He had like the they were a couple of really good goals. You know, one was a Pickford own goal. You know, because mm-hmm. it unfortunately bounced off him. Obviously, I'm going back yeah, a few I'm, weeks. I now. remember. Yeah, good good times. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to be again a bit like you doing a defensive defender transfer. There's yeah. just not many defenders I like. There's a lot of cheap defenders. Yeah, but not a lot of defenders alike. <laughs> And I don't want to touch my midfielders now, at, like, literally at all. I don't know if you think I'm being dramatic, but Son no, and Bume, Saka, Salah and Palmer. I think they're absolutely fine because you're obviously, yeah. especially in a couple of weeks' time as well, you're, you're, you're trying to kind of look fine. Son's somebody that could potentially go in a couple of weeks, especially to free up money and things like that. Obviously, that's, you know, it's that's fine That's one moment. thing. Yeah. That, that is one thing. I mean, yeah, if, if Spurs are missing a lot of players as well, yeah, that could add some weight to it. And yeah, he's pretty much my only expendable cash cow well him and him and Watkins yeah. what will be interesting is next week what we do with Watkins if yeah. we keep him or we go for someone a bit more fun what, and by fun I mean lower owned yeah. um Watkins and on penalty for me I think but it's it the, the big thing I think you've you've hit the nail on the head quite a few times tonight is defenders in terms of if you've got Simicast, Maguire and Taylor three of your defenders there are dodgy in terms of medium term and <laughs> it's if you then ditch cash for like like we said someone else that could be a bit dodgy but is cheap and has a bit of upside straight away all of a sudden i know don't get me wrong your midfield looks great and obviously that's looking good no, you're, forwards, you're right though but it's it's that defense so you're just going to be using up too many of those moves later and on you, i think on defenders and, and you didn't list gabriel who again we think we think is nailed but yeah. i mean he's not completely nailed <laughs> like, no, he no, could not, no. he could there's there's just a bit in my back of my mind that says gabriel could become a problem again I'm not going to sell. I'm going to keep him. I'm going to keep playing him in good fixtures. Yeah. Yeah. I just, especially as I've now wasted my wild card, and I think we can confirm I did, I did waste my wild you card. Did you know, waste it. It's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm probably on less points than I would have been if I hadn't wild carded <laughs> and I don't have a wild card. Yeah. But, but apart from that, no, I didn't waste it. No, <laughs> I'm bringing, no, exactly. in, bringing in Villa players. The worst thing about the, the Villa players was I brought in Cash and Watkins. I didn't want to triple up because it's too risky. Yeah. So like DRB then hauls last week, you know. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah they've done okay. I think uh, Cash has been really disappointing, but like you know, like we're seeing, actually the away games aren't as good for them at all. Um, it'd be interesting to see what, like, like I said, what you do. I think, I think there are some little aspects in your team that maybe you can move, but it's so tough. Like you've got Pedro, who in some respects could be a quite an easy sell for someone like Inketia. Um But obviously, they. I, I can't actually afford that either. So oh, I've got, not? I've got not, I've got literally nothing in the bank. This is why I said I can't. Like, I'm not point one off everything or not point two off everything, yeah. and I don't think Pedro Trinketti is worth, definitely not worth my two free transfers, like like yeah. both of them, because yes, I'm I, I'm gaining maybe a few minutes. Like Trinketti is probably more nailed than Pedro. I mean, it's yeah. not beyond doubt, so but the next four weeks, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then you lose the penalties, yeah, and you lose the fact I've already got Pedro, so I, I'd lose two transfers. I mean, so I don't think it's worth. I think that would be me, me points chasing. If I wanted Pedro, to do it, I should have done it two weeks ago. Pedro to Inketia and Cash to Mitchell, mate. I mean, do you know the most painful thing on wildcard <laughs> is the only way only way I could have got Inketia over Pedro is if I went for Lascelles because he was three point nine yeah, at yeah. the time, and, and then I'd right, have Lascelles in my team. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Right, let's have a look at Seb's team very, very quickly. Um, there was a lot of conversation about 
very, very, very boring moves. Yeah, like, was, I was quite yeah. looking forward to this week because we both have two free transfers. Yeah, I know. It's hard, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Um, so Seb's got Raya in goal, uh, Trippier, Cash, Dallow and Simakas at the back. Salah, Captain, Son, Madison, Saka and then Darwin and Watkins up top with Mbumo, who he's benching Mbumo again, uh, Porro and Archer on the bench with Johnston on the bench as well. Um, he hasn't told me what he's thinking of doing. I think, did he do a move last week and he's only got one move to move this week? I can't remember what he did last week. Um, I'm just he looking did, at his team. He definitely made a move last week. He must have brought Simakas in last yeah, week. Yeah, because he brought Simakas in, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's so it's what he does. I think he got rid of Burn, maybe actually. Um, I'm shocked that he's benching in Bumo. I yeah. play him over Cash. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what he does this week. But this is his team, and I, I know he'll obviously be on Twitter and he'll be telling us. And I'll be doing my stream with him on Friday, if you remember as well, so you can see what he does end up doing. Hey, don't forget last time he did what three or four streams with him with Bumo on his bench instead of Burn. He did. And then, oh, so he must have done Burn to Simacast last week. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, and then he didn't even really notice that he'd done it. No. <laughs> so you you will have to remind him because it, he's so oh, happy talking about the XG and Darwin that he doesn't yeah. actually check his own team but it does will. really well Ooh. someone timestamp this make sure you send it to Seb uh, right it wasn't a dig at Seb it I just said he doesn't, like he doesn't it. It he's so helpful he's busy building screens for us so we can do this and yeah, bless him. he yeah. puts his like, remember when he captained Pope in the community yeah, team well, community team, we don't have this week. Um, so, Rank Chaser, I'm assuming, you can only assume they've done really, really badly this week and, uh, and are now below all of us. Maybe not rich. But, um, we, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm assuming... I'm not having this. I'm not having this. I was top a couple of weeks ago. Well, look at you. Disgusting. Look, I'm in the top 500k, mate. Um, so, well, I won't be after this game, but... Not after um, Palmer's hat trick, mate. No, exactly. God damn it. Um, so, uh, yeah, people in the chat, chuck us your, your questions. It's still not half time, by the way. Twelve minutes of injury time. Uh, in this is this is Palmer time as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, squeaky bum Palmer time. Um, <laughs> so, uh, people in the chat, Chuck, as your questions, we'll try and answer Don't as many say as that. possible. He's, he's, he's only like eighteen or nineteen in the next <laughs> five minutes. Um, so, uh, Flimmy Joyed Basil Hank says, um, "How close is a Stupinand to coming back?" He's been training. That's that was yeah. the last I saw. I guess we should have talked about him more, actually. But... Well, I think he's been training, but I don't think he's that close to really being back, I don't think. No. Um, no. So it feels I... like last season, doesn't it, that Dunk's more nailed than a stupid hand? Because let's say we knew he was in line to start yeah. in the game against Sheffield United. Would you fully trust his minutes? And then, mm. like we talked about, all these risky players we've got in our teams, do we then want to risk it with another one? i tell you what as well, something we have not mentioned, is there are three game weeks in one week, aren't there, moving forward? So we've got midweek fixtures. So we've got Saturday, Sunday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Saturday, Sunday, haven't we? This um, is again why, you know, we're talking about the risky players. Someone like Dunk, sorry to keep mentioning him, but he no, just no, feels it, like, yeah. he just feels nailed. Like, as yeah. in he's going to literally, it's like a Van Dyke or something. Mm. And uh, uh, by the way, there's a massive fight in the game as well. We've missed a hell of a game. Oh. Um, yeah, Colwell getting involved. Um, it's always Spurs-Chelsea, isn't it? Yeah. I'll, I'll tell I've you just what, been... though, one thing I loved about the Arsenal game it was proper fiery. Like it was really fun to watch. Like how fiery it got. Where everybody was getting well into it. Like you don't see that in um in Premier League anymore, really. No, it was. It, no, it, it was quite a fun game this as, a, as a neutral. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, so yeah, actually, that's worth it. And and maybe that's something where I start thinking Lascelles is better than um, 
Livermento in terms of he's going to play every game until Botman's back. And that's quite a few game weeks because we've got those midweek fixtures as well. So maybe it's something that's, that's worth looking at. Um, it, it does make a big difference because I guess in that, in that like you said, the three games in a week, is Simakas going to play three in that week? Yeah, probably exactly. not. No, I mean, no. it's going to be hard to predict it. And we're probably just going to play him, you know, regardless, unless there's something really obvious. Yeah. You're going to what? Sorry. And you're going to need your bench. Well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, this is why. And there just doesn't seem many of these nailed players that are cheap with good fixtures around in defence at the moment. Yeah. And I can't really think of many, not like good ones. I mean, maybe, maybe, but maybe that's why Palace defenders are, mm. you know, very, very, they're very popular at the moment, aren't they? But I've not really considered one. I couldn't afford one on wildcard. I had to go from Maguire. Oh, more for you, Rich. More for yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Um... I'd have got the wrong one, though, wouldn't I? I wouldn't have gone for Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, Chris Nunn says, why aren't we more positive on Lascelles considering the new injuries? Yeah. James could be off here. What, injured? No, uh, elbowing, red card. Um, I should have turned this game on, to be honest. <laughs> this is mental. Um, uh, yeah, why aren't we more positive on Lascelles? Should we, should we just be getting Lascelles? Like, Botman not back for quite a while. Didn't we just talk about the sale saying about buying him? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, Chris Nunn's asked it. I, I, I actually think maybe we should just be getting him. I guess there is just that that fear, isn't there, that once Botman comes back, then you've got a transfer. I guess something that's different this year is there used to be this kind of rule, didn't there? You go for like a cheap, like say you went for a 3.9 million defender or 4 million defender, then they're not nailed anymore and it's hard to move to someone else. Yeah. It feels like this season there are other options. Mm. Although these players that are dirt cheap are going are gonna to rise. So, yeah, I'm, I am starting to come around to that a little bit as little bit as well. I mean, maybe he could be the cheap cheap dunk, as it, as it were. Yeah, potentially. Um, I mean, it's not quite share, is it? As in, he's 100% nailed. Yeah, very true. Even when he was, I mean, he was sick the last weekend, wasn't he? And he still played. Yeah. Uh, Jenil says, do I do Alvarez to Hoyland? Because obviously United have Luton. I mean, I've got my answer, but I'll be interested in yours. No, I mean, so I did have a little look at should I go for Bruno Fernandes? I mean, last week and this week. And it's just, there's only two good games left now. Hmm. And then once those get, so you've got Luton at home, which is, yeah, amazing. Everton away is probably harder than yeah we've given tough. them credit for. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Newcastle away, Chelsea at home. So, no, I mean, no, no, I definitely wouldn't. I mean, I'm at, personally, I'm considering, you know, maybe buying Alvarez for the first time this season. Yeah, nice. That's I, I will say as well, saw a stat of the weekend, United have not made a chance. So, United teammates of Hoyland have not made a chance for him in two games now. So, in 180 minutes, they haven't created a chance for Hoyland. That we're just not playing a style of football that is creating chances for the striker at the moment. Um, and he's a young striker as well. He's obviously not going to be getting minutes all the time. Obviously, he's starting a lot, but hmm. I, th- I think that's a really tough transfer. Even though it's Luton at home, he could do well, but then you've literally got him that week. And the next week after that, like like you said, Everton away, they're really good defensively this year in terms of XGC. So I, I, I think it's... Uh, I wouldn't make that transfer personally. What do you think about... So just on uh, other Man United players, like mm. going for a Man United defender would be one question. And then I yeah. guess Bruno Fernandes as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, would you be... Te- say you had two free transfers. I'm trying to think who could really go for Bruno right now because you're not going to go from an Arsenal mid when they've got yeah. Burnley at home. Um, Bruno, I mean, if Madison's injured... Hold. If Madison's injured, actually. Yeah. I think I'd, Bruno's a fine hold. I don't think I'd be getting him in because it's the same same aspect in terms of it's two weeks and then what do you do. 
Um, yeah. Defensively, I think even Dallow's tough at the moment because Wambasaka played left back. Uh, Wambasaka played right back. Dallow played left back at the weekend, and obviously with Regions back, he's going to prefer playing you know a, an actual left back at, in left back. So I think Dallow's tough because Wambasaka could be taking his minutes and could be taking a start from him as well. So it's tough to pick anybody, to be perfectly honest. I, I think if you're just looking for two weeks then yes, you could get, you know, a Dallow or a, or a Maguire. But I, I just don't think I'd be going there personally. And one of the favourites for a clean sheet this week, Man United. Yeah. Like, no, I bet, yeah, because Luton as well. It's Luton, yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, if someone had, and I know this is, a, I, I don't know how bad the Madison injury is, but it's just a knock or something more. But let's say you had Madison, Son, and you've got Saka already. So you've already got your Arsenal mid in, in play. I mean, would you rather do Madison, again, if injured, to like Bruno Fernandez, or would you rather go for like a Martinelli or someone else? Um, no, I think I, I I just don't think I go Bruno. I think I go for one of the cheaper midfield. I think I go. I'd even go someone like Eze over him for the next like that's, couple that's of weeks. Fair. So yeah, we've Bruno, not mentioned like, Eze yet. Yeah, on pens, he <laughs> he came back. Obviously, he got subbed on. Uh, he got an assist as well, I think, didn't he? Um, he did for so who? I th- I think <laughs> uh, I think um, I think I'd rather go for someone like that personally with the fixtures, even Bowen, like he's got fixtures coming up that are nice. I think that's good. Um, a few people have mentioned, like I said, Hoyland, I go Darwin over Hoyland every day. Um, someone here as well said, uh, would you, uh, who was it? Sorry, I better say their name. Um, uh, FPL McColby says, do you prefer Darwin or Wilson? I mean, that, that was the debate I was having last week. Hmm. I and think I prefer answer. Wilson. See, it's Darwin for me. I know it's, it's Darwin it's, and he misses the the miss at the weekend was ridiculous but the chances he gets he he genuinely gets so many chances every game does do you know what I can't believe I've never owned him no. I've never, I keep wanting to I own him I but even either. then I think I would go Wilson because he's got the penalties although I guess one bad thing about Wilson is he did get subbed very close to 60 minutes in the game against Arsenal I mean obviously that's when when, when Gordon scored literally what 70 seconds afterwards yep like he, because he, he actually went central, didn't he, Gordon? Yeah, I texted you, didn't I? Said, oh, Gordon up front. Ten seconds later, goal. <laughs> See, this was when my phone was conveniently charging, was, so I, mate, yeah. I couldn't reply for Most a while. Most of the weekend, actually. Yeah, weird that. Weird that. Yeah. Not when Mbumo got an assist, though. No, weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, picked it up then, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, we better we better stop there so people can actually watch the second half in peace. Um. Chat, thank you so much for uh for joining us tonight. Sorry that we've been a bit distracted. Looks like we've genuinely really missed the best half of football of the season we've been distracted yeah we've (laughs) i've been very distracted rich has been very uh very professional and not actually been watching it and i've been giving him updates um but thanks so much for joining us um you know for more hints and tips as to what crystal palace defender to get just drop me a dm i'll be more than happy to uh to get hold of you um i so lucky i've said it so many times it was so lucky but um but there you go uh rich thanks so much for joining us tonight mate i hope you enjoyed yourself i did you should get a little plaque i've got the little i don't know if you can see the little pookie i do i need something yeah, don't I? you should get a little taylor one of those yeah i should get Colwell. i'll send you the details of my guy um, taylor taylor oh did i say taylor you did Sorry, i was thinking about that taylor goal the, last yeah. week sorry <laughs> no i should definitely get one for mitchell, mitchell. yeah save my game week um save me from wearing a, a wrestler's hat um wrestler's mask even um so thank you so much for all joining us um like i said low one tonight but you know we don't blame you because this game has been absolutely nuts and we don't blame you for watching that over us tonight um so thank you so much for joining us tonight and we will hopefully see you again next week when we've got our uh, lovely seb back as well so uh see you and i hope your hour is a little bit greener bye-bye
Come on, Palmer.